What up, my guys? Y'all already know, man. It's your girl, V. Henny, man. You're rocking with the artistry. Catch us on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Google Play, everything. Link below. Y'all already know. All you got to do is click, 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 click. Fuck that shit. But what's good, guys? What's good, man? Um, It's just, I'm. I, there's so much going on that I want to share. Yo, August. August. What's going on with you, bruh? Like, um, it's all over social media with the whole August all scene. Um, he revealed the fact that he <laughs> he was basically the he was basically the side chick <laughs> to uh Jada Pinkett Smith, right? And I was just thinking, like, damn, like he 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 literally, you know, spilled the tea with Angela Yee. And I was like, yo, y'all side chicks. Y'all side pieces need that NDA moving forward, man. I'm like, what? what is it with you guys? What is it that you don't understand that you are the biscuit to this two-piece chicken meal? You understand? Like, like, I, I, yo, I, it's crazy. Like, what is it with you guys? Like, what is it? <laughs> don't get mad at me, yo, side chicks and side pieces. Don't get mad at me. But understand that you are the side piece. So. Like, for you to sit down and and actually think that Jada was going to leave Will Smith, bro, I'm a body. I'm gay as fuck. Everybody know this. I wouldn't even leave Will Smith. You understand? Like, so listening to that story, I'm not going to lie. Like, it it was a great interview. Um, And I understood his point, um, you know, his point of view with a lot of things. He's been through a lot, you know, so... His growth is definitely inspiring. But just the whole, like, fact that you putting it out there, and I I get it. He probably got tired of, like, staying quiet, and I get that. I really do. I just, I hope, like, I, bro, you was a side chick. Like, I, like did you really, really thought she was going to leave Will? Like, that was the, that's what I was like, come on, my guy. So I just felt like moving forward, yo, like, if you're a side chick or side piece, leave a comment. I need to know your thoughts. (laughs) I need to know how you truly, like, do you, have you reached that place where you really thought that you was going to become the main person? That you thought this was going to be, this three-piece meal was going to become back to a two-piece meal, but you was going to remove the breasts? And he and the person will settle for for you being the thighs. Like, I, I I need to understand this, and maybe I'm just fucked up overall. So with events going on, I have yo. I'm so happy that I have my dates ready. I, a lot of people are ready for performing. Like a lot of so I'm right now in the works with um an artist. We are doing a concert series. Shout out to Flex. Flex has been announcing that he's doing like an event as well. I believe it's ten parties, and I was just like. Damn, bro, like, and I got excited. I was like, okay, 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 yo, we coming, we opening up, we opening up. So I'm excited because, I, I mean, I don't know as you as an artist how you feel, but would you, would you perform in in person? Like, every, I feel like, I feel like you have like the fifty percent where they're like skeptic about it. Then you have the other fifty. They're like, yo, fuck this virus. Um, I, I want to just perform. You understand? So. I know again I have my I finally have confirmed the dates for um 
Bowery Electric and the West End and other venues. So um, I am planning concert series. So I'm I'm so excited. Like I, like I said, I was listening to Funkmaster Flex, and I was like, yo, just hearing him amp it up and promote his um his events. I was just like, yes, we're fucking opening up, man. And th- that shit was super. I'm like I'm super excited. I'm super excited. You know, I know again, like some people are not because you know, I think you guys in Florida are not because I think you guys are closing up again. Um, speaking of which. What the fuck is that about when you're taking the plane back to New York and you got to you got to sign a, 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 a like a contract stating I don't know exactly what it says in, you know in the contract in itself but this shit is stating that you have to quarantine for automatically for 2 weeks So I'm like damn it's it's already starting that's like people don't realize it's already starting. Like you have you have others that are like, you know, yeah, that's good. They should do that. You know, uh, uh. no, 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 no. Understand, this is all part of like the whole control taking our rights situation. <laughs> like seriously, yo, like this shit is taking our rights. So you're just signing. I'm wondering. Like, are you even reading these fucking contracts? I've heard it from two people already. And I'm like, shit, like, I wonder what that contract is stating, though. Because, like, is there fine print? Are you saying, yes, I so-and-so am giving out my life and so to the United States of America? Like, are you fucking signing this shit away? That shit is crazy. So, um, I don't know, guys. I I really don't know. I feel like it... It got me so deep in the rabbit hole with these theories that maybe I'm starting to feel like it's happening. It's happening. It's little by little. They're doing it. They're taking away our rights and we're just not realizing it. Or you have some like such as myself who are open and and, and who can't see what's going on, you know, so it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Friday, Pop Smoke's album dropped. May he rest in peace, bro. That album, I'm going to, you know, I'm getting so many different feedbacks. My feedback is the fact that I feel like this album was very well produced. I like the, the, I like the beat selections because the first one, I, I mean, everybody knows that I mean, I listen to pop. So I'm a pop smoke fan. So I listened to that first album and it grew on me. Um, the first time I listened to it, I was like, yo, it's cool. And I remember saying it on the show. I was like, it's cool. It's just like, for me, the beats was repetitive. You understand? So I was like, it's cool. It's just like every song sounds the same. So now with this album, it actually doesn't sound the same. I love the beat selections. I, I just, I guess the fact of hearing his voice, it just at me up. You know, we all know that pop wasn't your most lyrical artist but he just knew how to make a fucking song bro and it was just like I I was I was in my happy place listening to him um shout out to 50 cent I know at the beginning um like recently this week a few people were upset with 50 because he just kept giving different types of cover arts on his um on his Instagram and they were just like come on pick one some of the qualities were horrible for the cover art and um, the day of, um, which it was on Friday, he released the proper cover art. 
uh, you know, to furthermore let people know his album is out. And he stated that on, you know, that the cover art was pampered by his mom. So I, I, I feel like that was dope. Because I know um, I saw his brother, um, Pop Smoke's brother, which, uh, you know, he, I'm cool with. Um, Obasi was just, you know, I f- he felt a certain way as he should. I feel like he, as he should, as like if Pop was my brother, I want to be a part of this because, you know, this is my blood. This is, you know, somebody I was close to. And for you not to involve me in his work that when he reached and he passed away, when he recently passed away within this year, you know, and you're not involving me, I probably would have took it personal as well. So I just felt like 50's tactic was the fact that he was, you know how he is. He's a troll or he likes to fuck with people, you know, like manipulate them in a sense. So I feel like he kept putting different cover arts just to promote, Pop Smoke promote the different t- styles of art for Pop Smoke that other people did and to amp up the crowd. Like, And it doesn't even matter if the reaction was either negative or positive. It was just to amp them up so they can come, they, th- they can go on Friday and, you know, upload a- a- and download the, the album. So I think for me, I, I think it was a smart move. I think I feel like it was a smart move what he did if it was a marketing aspect of his. Um, then I, academic, you're fucking. Yo, you know what? It, it, I, academic, you know, like it's like <laughs> academic. I never was a fan of him, and, and on the show, like I tell people, like um, academic for me, he always he always used to renege. He reneged. He'll be like, he'll talk shit. His personality and his character was very suspect. I, Me personally, I didn't fuck with academics. So for him to get canceled, yes, that's what I'm talking about, yo. Like, first of all, if you was, if you, dis- your academics, if you was to ever disrespect my wife, I would smack the shit out of you, bro. Like, I would literally smack the shit out of you. You're bugging. You're bugging. That's all I can say. That's all I can say, because I'm, yo, John Legend, take a piano and smack the shit out of him. That's what you need to do. Take that piano smack the shit out of him. Go ahead, yo. Like, I'll give you permission. Like, you got canceled, bro. You got canceled, you you know? And it was about fucking time. About time with that, yo. Because for me, again, I, I, I'm not a fan of academics. So, um, I'm even wasting my energy with him. <laughs> Anyways, guys, listen, 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 listen. I got to play some music. Juice is going to be unplugging with V. Henny. You know how that goes. So tune in, watch some videos, subscribe. You're going to find all my Instagram information underneath. Click on it. Follow me. Y'all know, man. I'll be back. I'll be back. The, 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 the Artistry. Catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, The Artistry NY. Yo, what up, what up, what up? We back in the building, man. It's your girl, V. Henny, and we have Juice. Hey. How are you, hon? How's um, everything? Everything's great. Thanks. Uh, just happy to be here. And well, listen, listen, listen. I'm happy you're here. I gave her some mama wana, right? She's and trying I, to kill me is uh, what she's trying to do. 
AKA death. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> nah. But I want to say thank you for taking the time being here with me during this whole fucking pandemic. It's crazy. You understand? And um, cheers. Cheers. Dope episode. Hell yeah. Bang, right here. And that's how it's done. We drink it that presidente. Ooh. Coño, the Puerto Rican came out of me. Sometimes I be thinking, I'm Puerto Rican, but with this whole mama wanna situation. It would be like, yo, you Puerto Rican or Dominican? Who is <laughs> <laughs> good? How you doing? I'm I'm good, hanging in there. It's, hanging been, in there. it's been a crazy ride these last few months. <sighs> crazy. Oh my god. Yo, let me tell you something. Um, you've been getting you you be going ham. <laughs> bro, she be go, she be going ham. Like you don't want yeah, don't give me that. Ah. Don't give me that. You see the halo? That's it's like me. half halo, half devil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go Ham, I you, I sometimes like see your post, and I'm cry, I'm in tears, and I like I I, I hit I, I usually like I'll hit you up through DM, and I'm like, bro, yeah, like the other day you did that, you were like, you have me dying, because <laughs> you was like, first of all, it's I forgot what they said, they said Russian she, roulette, yes, yeah. Russian, <laughs> when they were like Rush and roulette, I was like, wait, what? I know I did not, see I could that. not, I'm sorry, even though it's not that serious, I couldn't take her serious after that comment, just yeah, couldn't. I, I couldn't either, but you know, um, has this pandemic, let's jump right into it, because those that don't know who you are, as I mentioned earlier, singer, songwriter, uh, you're, you know, pop singer and um, R&B as well, you yeah. know, has this pandemic, has it affected you negatively? I'm going to be honest and upfront like I always am. Okay. Uh, yeah, it has. Um, first, you know, obviously, whether you're an independent artist or major artist, it, it has affected music across the board because we're not, we can't travel and do events and shows, the, you know, or go to interviews um, the way we did before COVID, you know? Yeah, yeah. So music-wise, yes, definitely. That hasn't stopped me from writing. Okay. You know, um, I have released three songs, two or three songs since the whole COVID situation happens. You know, the whole point is to stay relevant. Okay. Um, so with music, um, it has definitely negatively impacted me, but also given me time to further like soul search when it comes to my music. Gotcha. That's how I feel. Like I, like I tell people like not for nothing. Like I know, you know, I, I don't, I know this pandemic affected a lot of people. A lot of people lost many like loved ones. I was like, but I am grateful for this pandemic because it allowed me to like search soul search. It allowed me to like go back to my passion because I, 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 I've mentioned to many people, like I was starting to lose my passion for music. Oh yeah. So I, have you been there? Many times. Cause it's I know you started at 14. Yeah. I musically. Yeah, I did. And you know, the thing is I never lost passion. I feel like I, I don't want to say I lost passion. I feel like I, I get kind of down in the dumps. You okay. know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of times people I've been involved with in the past regarding music have like managed to push it in my head that the end goal is just to become famous and rich. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's when you start to really lose your way because you start kind of gearing towards their direction. You know what I mean? So this, I would say this last year and a half, a, a lot has helped me grow as an artist and realize it's not about just that. Of okay. course, that would be a great perk, you know, but it's about using your music to to feed the souls of others and, and to release your own demons. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, 
um, as I was reading your um, your EPK, right? Um, I, you know, like again, I, I noticed you started at fourteen. Mm-hmm. I started at fourteen. I used to, I started originally um, as a rapper. Oh wow! Yes. Yeah, so and um, I started at the age of fourteen as well, but it was writing poetry. Poems, Me too. You know. Yes. So you know, and it's dope, right? So mm-hmm. like. I, I know as far as like that, like I, it led me to, for my poems, it led me, it, it was just a way for me to escape a lot of my pain. Mm-hmm. Was that the same reason? Like, what was your reason for starting music, writing at that? Writing. Um, poetry was more of an expression. Okay. You know, yeah. um, I've been through a lot. You know, I feel like everybody has been through some major things in their childhood. A lot of us suppress it um, and a lot of us express it. It just depends on the type of person yes. we are. Uh, when you're a creative, you you want to use an outlet to get those feelings out. You know what I mean? You want to express yourself. So when I started writing poetry, it was around the same time as I started to hit puberty and started to have different feelings and started to think about my childhood more. Uh, My father, who, you know, my biological father, who I've never met, like I started thinking about all these different things. Okay. Um, I feel like it's a hormonal thing. You know what I mean? Bada bing, bada boom. You become a creative at 14, you know, if that's the age, you know, but (laughs) that's why I started it to express myself. I felt very misunderstood. So... Coming through, like looking at your process, right from fourteen to now where you're at, like uh, I'm sure I feel like we all as creators have been had moments where we want to, you know, when you're doubting yourself, you know, you're feeling um, uninspired, um, and you just want to call the quits. You know, have have you have you I'm sure you overcame it. Have you been in that tough that that place? And if so, how did you overcome that? Um, actually, yes. Um, January of 2019. Okay. Um, was a really a rough month for me. Um, I was going through a lot of different changes in my life. Okay. And I went through writer's block so bad. I was like, ah, you know, screw this. I don't. I don't want to write. I don't want to sing. I don't want to do anything. Okay. And that's just how I felt. I felt lost. Um, music without music, I always feel lost, but at that point was, was, uh, that was actually a turning point for me because I felt lost even with music in my life. Yeah. Um, so I had writer's block for a while and I said, you know what the problem is? I'm not emptying out my heart. Ooh, bars. I, I, right? I'm bars. not I'm not emptying out my heart. I, and, and that's the reason why I can't write the way I want to write. So when you say you're not emptying out your heart, what exactly does that entail of? Um putting putting my my blood, sweat, and tears more so now into my music than I ever have before. Okay. So typically I write about everyday life, you know, life mm-hmm. situations that everyone goes through. I like people to be able to relate to my music. Mm-hmm. But in the song, in the song, My Remedy, that's the song that pretty much broke my writer's block okay. um, because it's about being my own medicine and getting through something by myself and being my own strength. And that's really what I wanted to portray through my music, but also what I wanted to get out. I wanted to get that negative energy out of me. And I feel like that song really did it for me. Mm. You know, it's crazy because I'm like, every time I speak with someone, it's like when we're facing our demons, bro, like that shit, it's, it's no joke. It really isn't. It's not, <laughs> and then as a, as an artist, as a creative creator, um, we're emotional people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like it hits, and I'm not trying to downplay anyone or take away from your experience, but I feel like it hits us 
I, I'm sure it hits you harder. Yeah, oh, definitely. Opposed to others, like because you as a creator, you're you're going through all these the, the insecurities, the self doubts, the whole you know the transformation. You know, like I feel like it's a constant. There's like levels to this. Oh, definitely. You know, so you're handling that, overcoming that. You know, and, and now being able that you being the fact that you was able to overcome and and, and uh, overcome that writer's block because I feel like writer's block is an issue. Like, what's like have the mo? There's I know there's many moments where you had minor setbacks with that, but what other techniques you can tell others to like go through like when they when they're dealing with writer's block. With writer's block, I have learned myself um, not to force it. Okay. Okay. So um, if I'm if I'm sitting and I I normally sit down at a table and I'm you know I have my notebook in front of me because I actually write right like I don't you know a lot of people use their phones yeah. now and they no that's not me I actually is it me or is it like does it come out more like it just I don't know it feels like you're taking every piece of you and you're putting it through the pen onto the paper. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it just feels so much better. And if I am having trouble writing, I buy a whole brand new notebook. Really? A whole new notebook. I feel like the energy from the notebook. It's, no, that's it's weird. It's weird, but I feel like if the notebook ain't right, the, the song ain't right. Like I'm not going to write like right. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never heard that. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, like, it makes sense though. I, for me, it does. I, yeah, if I go through a negative experience and I'm writing all this negativity in this book and then I try to write a song, I'm like, eh, shit ain't going to work. Bloop, bye. Go to Barnes & Noble, buy a nice Italian leather notebook. I feel all pretty and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> and then I just write my write my stuff. But if, if notebooks are not working for me, because sometimes that happens too, where okay. I just feel like it's too forced. You know, it's too forced. I, I really want to do something different. I'll drive around in my car. I'll throw the beat on in my car. And I'll just start coming up with words mm. and melodies in my car. And as I'm doing that, I have a voice recorder on my phone. Okay. I throw that on. And as, as I'm just improvising while I'm driving, it's being recorded on my phone so I don't lose it. Man, that's smart. Yo, Jules, what's your, what's, what would you say is your downfall? What's your downfall? Because you, you pretty much, your, your, your interview, like having this interview in itself, I feel like you're, you're prepared, you're ready, you're well-spoken. You know, you 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 write your own lyrics. Uh, you have the vocals. It's not like you cannot sing. Thank so you. So, what is it that you feel like is your downfall? Why do you feel like you haven't reached to the level that you are expected to? Like you expect within yourself. I honestly, um, I always say honestly, but I'm always outspoken and blunt. So I really, <laughs> it is what it is. I do the same thing. <laughs> right? I'm like honestly, girl, you always honest. What you talking about? Um, I, there are two things. One. Sometimes I have self-doubt. Okay. Okay. And that's when you're going like back and forth with your demons, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then the second is financial. Um, everybody knows that as an artist, money talks and, and bullshit yes, walks, does. right? Yes. So a lot of times, especially as a single mom, you know what I mean? It's, it's like I'm doing everything on my own. Um, I'm self-taught in a lot of different things because I know, obviously, you have to be able to do certain things without having to pay for them, right? Mm -hmm. You want to be able to do those things without having to pay for them. So I've taught myself a lot along the way. But when it comes to other more expensive things, you kind of have to plan, prepare you know what I mean? Okay. So the planning and preparing sometimes could take a little bit longer than I would like to financially. Okay. You know, so I feel like the financial part is definitely, definitely an issue. And, and not just for me, for a lot of independent artists, 
No, financially, that is an issue for a lot of artists. Um, Let me ask you this question, right? Because looking at your Instagram, looking at your, your social media platform and your interaction with you interact with your fans or your, your following. Um, do you find it difficult? I've never seen you perform. So my, my first question would be, can you draw a crowd? Draw a crowd, like as in bring people to an event? Yes. That is, that is a difficult one. That's what I was asking because the reason, like, I feel like with a lot of artists would be, um, that's one of their issues and one, why, um, this whole, before this whole pandemic, you had the whole promoters versus artists, you know? <laughs> yeah, because they want you to be able to bring out a crowd. And and honestly, while that's amazing and shout out to the people who have, have the ability to draw a crowd, me, my people are everywhere. Okay. So it's hard. Like, you know, I'm, I'm from New York, but I don't live here. Yes. You know what I mean? And so people will come out, but it's not enough to to build a demand for myself. Gotcha. Okay. In order to build a demand for yourself and your brand, you need to be able to draw in a crowd. Okay. So do you think as a brand social media wise uh, or social marketing, are you okay? Like, are you able to produce as an artist or is that something difficult uh, within like your brand? For social media marketing? Yeah. I love, I love social media. I love it. I know. I see. I love it. Um, You know, I love to interact. I love to um, post things that people wouldn't normally post. Um, And with my music, it's not, it's not what you're, a lot of what you're hearing today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of heartfelt stuff, realistic stuff. So I feel like I draw on a different, different, a different follower than Mm -hmm. most. Do you, as a singer, as a singer, a songwriter, do you feel like R&B? Because it was like a, at one point you was hearing that whole, you know how you had that whole trend of um, hip hop is dead, right? Uh, but then you also had like another trend where it was like R&B is dead as well. Like, do you feel like that? Like this new age of R&B, you feel like it's lost its, its passion, its roots? I feel like all we need to do is just grab the air, you know? It doesn't happen anymore. No, I'm gonna stop. Um, <laughs> you don't see nobody grabbing the damn air anymore. Yo, I'm gonna start grabbing I, the air. That's my. I'm telling you, I do that all the time. I like. I tell people if I, if you lucky, I don't have the vocals because I got the air. I, you know, I got the got whole. the air. <laughs> you grab it from here, grab it from there. I was. Like, that's a I've always right been taught, there. like in the camera. You know, you put your hands out. You know, like come here. Yes. Like. Mm. <laughs> but yeah i do i kind of feel like all genres are mixed right now and is that a bad thing though no like i was gonna say i used to be like ah trap music but when i start listening to the beat i'm like yeah okay i don't know what they're saying but i like the beat you know so what i started doing was taking beats that are more trendy Mm -hmm. you know and i started singing over them like just home like messing around you know during this pandemic and i'm like wow like so you can really create your own your own lane with this type of stuff okay you know i have a different type of voice so there's like soul trap i don't know if you've heard of that like so a a lot of people they they're not really singing but they're not really rapping it's like right in the middle type of and i i like it but me, since I have a different voice, I, I kind of twist it. You know okay. what I mean? So, so I don't you twist it. How you twist it? Um, I twist it to the left and to the right. And okay, that like that. All right, gotcha. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't. But yeah, I like I like the mix. You know, like I said, I don't know what they're saying most of the time, but there are some that I, you know, I'm like, wow, okay, you did your thing. So, I think speaking of the pandemic, right, and speaking of like the new age music and stuff like that, right. Now, I feel like one of the difficult part, like things within this year, was the whole adapt and adjust, right. So, as an artist. How do you feel? And let's keep it honest. I mean, we. I mean, you are for the most part, but how did you feel with this whole Insta performance? Listen, the next person who freaking charges me money. Well, you got charged. Yo, check this out. For Insta performance? Listen, nah. No, I, I'm gonna tell you what. Okay. <laughs> She obviously this girl doesn't pay attention to me on social media, not because I'm popular or nothing like that, but because I have a mouth and I speak up for myself. She's like, oh, I'm offering this, um, you know, this package you get, you know, to be on Amazon and you get to be on YouTube and you get to be on my Facebook. Okay. And, um, you know, it's a live performance and I'm like, oh, okay, great. Well, thanks for the invite. And she's like, yeah, that'll be $20. And I'm like, um, okay. So me being the person I am, I'm a realistic person. Uh-huh. If you have a great following and it is actually going to benefit me in some way where I'm like, oh, wow, like there's a potential to, to gain new followers, gain new fans, like yeah. get seen, heard, whatever. So I started looking at, at all of her social media and I'm like, you can shove that $20 up your butt. All right. Let me like, ask you this question then, because I charge as well. Not I don't do instant performance, so I'm not knocking anybody, but when it comes to certain things, I do charge. Now, if you, let's say, just for example, you don't know me, you see my social media, what are your thoughts? Let's keep it a buck. Honestly, V, I've wanted to to do an interview like this for a long time with you because it's not, it's it's a, a collection of things. Okay. Okay. If I see that you have a grind and I see that people really Really, am I allowed to curse? Go ahead. I don't know. You can't fucking curse. No fucking curse. I just want to make sure, you know. (laughs) No fucking cursing. (laughs) Like my grandfather said, no fucking good. No fucking good. (laughs) Oh, the great old grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, if I see that people fuck with you, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not just, just for an opportunity. Okay. I, I'm a, I'm a real person. I'm I'm down to earth. I'm outspoken. I I love people in general. So if I see the way people gravitate towards you in a positive way, not just for opportunity, that automatically like yeah, you know yeah, puts yeah, a light yeah. on in my brain. Like wow, okay, so people really fuck with her. And then you know I saw that you have the artistry, and I saw that you really engage with the people on your social media. So girl, I've been. No, following I mean, I'm asking like because, no, no, and I know that, like, I've been following you as well, and I'm, I know we've spoken in, in, in the past as well, you know, but, I, I, you know, shit happens, you know, um, I learned, I mean, throughout, you know, just throughout life, you learn not to take things personal, you right. know, so, but I constantly, we, I, I know we've seen each other social media-wise, this is the first time we met, you Hell, understand? Yeah. And I and I, I I I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck. Bless you. Bless you. Don't <laughs> ever do that again. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> no, but you understand, like I know, um, you know, I, I like me meeting you like right now, like and I, I listen, the energy and but I knew the energy was right through social media because I just I love the bluntness of you. You understand? Like Thanks. so I feel like I've always tell people I don't like yes men. 
I hate a fucking never gonna get it. And I know, I know with you, I can. I know with you, you, you will be the type like V. Don't you ever fucking do that shit and. I, yeah, no, I do. That's the only way to be is honest. You know what I mean? But you Real. have to be. But in this industry, it's hard to find that. It's hard to find that with promoters, with, you know, or, you know, um, just in itself, because we are not everybody. But I feel like this in this industry, it is a crab in a barrel mm-hmm. um, type of setting or, you know, where. You know, like everybody's just, I want to see you do good, but not better than me. Not everyone. But it's, That's why, honestly, I became um, a loner and I taught myself a lot of things. Okay. Because I'm at this point in my life and, and my music career, okay? And this is not to be cocky at all, but this is how you have to be because it's smart. Mm-hmm. When somebody And I've had many people come to me with contracts, okay? Many. Okay. Independent. I simply ask them this, and I I even say not to be disrespectful, but I have to ask for my own good and my own career. What is it that you can do for me that I can't do for myself? Absolutely. Because, yo, when I look at your face, first of all, (laughs) you ain't fucking when she writes blogs. You understand? Like, I mean, I do follow you. So you do write for other, you know, you do have other, like, aside from you being a singer-songwriter, you are a model. That was dope, by the way. Thanks. I was just like, yo, that, I was just like, the fact that you, you, you're like, get the fuck out, skinny bitches. Oh, I don't <laughs> care. I'm like, they <laughs> come, like, it, it, And uh, the fact that, you know, we do live in a society where perception is key in a sense, right? And it's sad. But, you know, the, and you're comfortable in your skin and to, to like, you know, like to, to make others feel like, damn, is. You know, back when I grew up, I grew up with like, damn, I got to lose weight. I got to do, you understand? Because I, I got to look like this, the 17 magazine or, yep. you understand? And it's like, so because you're comfortable in your skin and you're able to model and, and you was featured on Splash, correct? Yeah. So to be, I love, shout out to Splash. Dope. Yeah, shout out to Splash. Um, to be featured on that and then be comfortable in your own skin and you was recognized by Rick Ross, right? Yeah. That's dope. I understand? Like, that's dope. But that was it's huge. To be... It is huge. That's a fucking major shit because you're it, the key factor is you're comfortable in your fucking skin. And and that's the only way to be. I feel like, you know, I mean, obviously nobody's ever going to be 100% comfortable, okay? I mean, I used to be 250 pounds. Really? Yes. And I lost the weight by myself. Okay. I was a candidate for surgery. I didn't want to go that route because I, I, as a nurse, I just knew there were too many risks. So I decided to lose the weight myself. Now, granted, I'm not even where I want to be yet, but I don't want to be a toothpick. And when I started modeling, I wasn't expecting it to become modeling. I was just expecting it to be promo as an artist. Mm-hmm. So my first photo was me in a hoodie and some jeans and like just looking regular, regular. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, KJ of Smoke Magazine, shout out to KJ. He actually asked me to model for him. He's a great photographer. He does a lot of like, you know, high end events and stuff. And me and him just built this photographer model relationship. And he did that photo that got recognized by Rick Ross. And I didn't even know about that photo being recognized at first. Cause I honestly, like, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention to his his yeah. stories, you know what I mean? But everybody, all of a sudden, my my notifications went crazy on Facebook. Wow. And everybody's tagging me, tagging me, Jillian, Jules, you got you got tagged by Rick Ross or whatever. So I went and looked at it, I screenshot it. Bloop. I was like, oh, that is like going in my memories. Like that, it was a great feeling. 
I think, I mean, that's very well deserved. Thank you. That's dope. I, th- I listen. <laughs> Let me fucking get recognized by Rick Ross. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, yo, we're gonna take a music break. <laughs> we're gonna come back. Yeah, I already know the vibes. Yo, we got Jews in the building. Hey. The, 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 the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry NY. Chill with V Henny. You have to understand that oh, your man. liver better be V Henny is trying to kill me. <laughs> oh my god, she is. She is. Let's that go. shit came out of nowhere. Yeah, she was like, "Where the fuck that shit came from?" <laughs> You did that shit like mad suave. Like, I'm like, where the fuck did this shit come from? Well, you know, nah, let me, nah, <laughs> nah man, but, um, not going, like, let's, let's, going back to, uh, your music, cause I know you have, um, you have a single. It's called Toxic, right? Yeah. So, Toxic, I'm assuming it's just self explanatory. It's just about dealing with toxicity. Um, well, it is dealing with toxicity, um, but, it's dealing with a narcissist. Okay. Oh my God, dude, tell me. I mean, let's, let's, you know what? I held this single for a long time, um, mainly because there were other singles that I wanted to release. Um, I kind of wish I had released it sooner, mm-hmm. but no time like the present, I guess. So um, when I released it, it's just me explaining that, haha, like, you thought I would never be nothing without you because that's what you embedded in my brain. Uh-huh. But I got away from you and I'm doing perfectly, perfectly fine. You know? That so, this is a, this is a like true events, true events. I owe any song that I've ever made okay. is based on true events. It is never just a story that I'm telling. Have you ever told the story like from someone else's perspective? Um, hmm. Honestly, no. Okay. I am writing a book and yes, um, I'm writing a novel based on true events in my life, but it's also going to be based on other, like it's going to go in and out of scenes kind of. Okay. So it'll be based on other people's lives and perspectives. What's what made you go that direction? Um, because I know a lot of us have demons and things that we deal with presently that are more rooted from our past. Mm -hmm. So my book is going to be called back to the roots. Mm. Um, so I look back to my own roots and, and you're going to, in the book, you're going to look back to other people's roots that you may not even know, but see where, where they were then. And the reason why they are the way they are now. Gotcha. That's dope. Thanks. Now going to, um, back to toxic, right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so the reason why when you mentioned narcissism, right. And it's like, so like, I don't like, I'm not personal with, with, with my situations, however, or my relationships. Like, so I was like, how did you overcome that? And the reason why I'm asking is because like me dealing in a very toxic um, relationship. And at one point, I was, I was called a narcissist. I, I was, I was called narcissistic first time in my life. I was called that. You don't come off to me and as a narcissist. I, but so I, with that relationship, I was even asking, like, I had to hit up like exes and I was just like, yo, what am I not like narcissistic? You know, 
I came to find out where like when you're dealing with people who are narcissistic, it deals with a lot of manipulations. It's just a, a, like a, 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 it's abusive, you know, emotionally, mentally, just in many formats, you know. So now you have this song Toxic, you know, obviously it's, it's something that it's personal to you. What made you even like share your story with that? Because it's like it's deep. So <clears throat> narcissist, like dealing with narcissism is deep. I'm going to explain something. And this is the first time ever I'm speaking about this. Okay. okay? So I'm just going to let that be known. I've never spoken about my, my feelings regarding the narcissism situation that I dealt with. Um, I have been physically, sexually, mentally, verbally abused. Okay. Okay. Um, and I just got so tired and I never knew what narcissism, narcissism was until I started researching the behavior patterns. Okay. Okay. Um, and I found many, many things to, you know, to reference, you know what I mean? And uh, as resources, and I realized that the only way, and this is going to sound really fucked up, but the only way to get rid of a narcissist is to become one temporarily. Okay. So. I mean, meaning you got to put yourself first. No, I actually. Okay. I actually obtained narcissistic traits to counteract what he was doing to me. Interesting. Manipulation, gaslighting, triangulation, whatever I had to Mm -hmm. do. I learned those traits. And I know it sounds crazy, but when you go through so much abuse on and on and on for two and a half years, you, you have, you, you have to figure out a way of survival. Mm -hmm. So I figured, okay, the only way to get rid of him is to become a narcissist myself and drive him nuts. Mm, okay? okay. So I started portraying myself as a narcissist, doing exactly what he did to me. I would do it to him. It was like a mirror effect. And then finally, I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm not a narcissist. It's like just draining. It's negative energy. I don't want it. I'm not a narcissist at heart. I know I'm not. So what I did was I exposed him and discarded him. And those are the two worst things you could ever do to a narcissist, like a narcissistic ex or man. Expose them and discard them. They are built on ego. Yes. Okay. If you hurt their ego, whoo, child, watch out. At that point, I was so broken and so just so over it. I was so tired. And I was like, if I don't get out now, I'm never going to get out. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to die. You know? So I decided that I'm going to expose him and I am going to discard him. And it's exactly what I did to get rid of him publicly on social media that's 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 what i'm saying it's deep because um dealing with like i said dealing with narcissism let me tell you something um it's i can now say like i tell people i can now say that i am i feel like i am in a in such a great place emotionally Mm -hmm. Because when you're dealing, and I'm not saying like, I'm not going to blame the, you know, like whatever, like the other person, because I, I take accountabilities to, of course, to my yeah. shit too. However, when you're dealing with, I like for me, I'm like, at one point I, I, I started questioning myself, like, am I narcissistic? You know? Yeah. I and think I was, we all I have tendencies. Like, I think I we mean, all I, have tendencies. I, we do. I, I like my attention. Don't get me wrong, but I like my attention from my partner. You understand? Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't, it's not like I want my, it's not like I have to like 
like, no, because this time, like, chill, like, you could be with your family, like, go with your family, go with your friends, you know, like, you know, like but I, space you know, is needed. Yeah, space is definitely needed. But, you know, so to write a song about that is, I find, for me personally, is dope because one, it's personal. Two, it's just, I feel like not too many people, um, show like not too people not not too many people like put it out there with narcissism when you're dealing with toxicity and the thing is is like even with this song you don't necessarily have to link it to narcissism but i can guarantee that a lot of people whether man or female you know male or female anybody could relate to toxicity yeah and and that's the thing that's why i call it toxic waste and it's not like oh you know i don't blatantly put it out there narcissism but Anybody who's dealt with narcissism will feel my words and th- mm. they'll know. And that that's how I feel about my music. Like I, I wrote a song, I, I sent it to World on Your Shoulders. Yeah, it's I about like being song. a single mom. And I sang it over a hip hop beat because I feel like sometimes an R&B beat just ain't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. I need that, that boom bap type vibe with, you know, my, my voice over it to, to get my, my feelings across. And let me tell you, like through even that song world on your shoulders, like I've had many submissions of pictures of single mothers and their children. So like, I always try to do that with my music, try to, you know, kind of lure in a crowd by involving them. And the same thing with, with toxic waste. So let me ask you like, so this, so basically a lot, obviously most of your songs are based on your personal experience. You don't think you're too comfortable with that? Oh, I definitely do, which is why my next song is completely different. That's what I'm like. Because I'm, like, cause I'm I, like, when are you going to step out of your comfort zone? And this next song, I definitely am. Okay? Like, um, I wasn't going to say nothing, but I I like to I like to rap. Okay? But I like to rap by myself. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I like to rap by myself. I'm not really into the whole... You know, um, putting myself out there, you know, as a rapper, because I'm I don't consider myself a rapper, but I do consider myself eclectic, mm-hmm. um, and I love rap and I love hip hop so much. So I have been creating a song built around, you know, it's it's like a sexual song. Okay. Okay, and it's about candy and my hoo-ha okay you know what I'm okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> i'm really excited about it i sent my lyrics to welcome a few to people. the candy shop welcome to the candy shop it's a female candy shop though okay yeah. but yeah so i um i sent it to a few people because i'm like i don't know if this is whack like i've never rapped before you know and everybody i've sent it to was like yo like that's dope okay so i'm really excited about it because i'm gonna rap on my first verse you know, have a dope ass hook and then sing the rest of it. Like, I'm not trying to be like a legit, like just a rapper, but I want people to see that I'm not just always so serious. Like I could be sexual. I could be funny. I could be witty. You know what I mean? So talking about the pandemic, that's what brought it out of me. Cause I'm like, I'm fucking bored. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want people, I don't want my fan base to get bored. Like, oh, here she goes. The broken hearted bitch again. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I want people to be like, oh, (laughs) Okay, that's that. I mean, but that's because I was always wondering. Because I'm like, yo, I mean, if you're you're writing, because I feel like so many people, are, you get comfortable. Not so many. I'm gonna speak for myself. Sometimes we get so comfortable in our own story, in a sense, right? Or you get comfortable. Sometimes you so you sometimes being toxic is normal. You know, yo, it's so crazy. You say that I just posted that shit on my fucking Instagram Did story. You? 
I said, we get comfortable, like, well, we get comfortable with toxicity. We think it's love, but it's just comfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you have to kind of get out of your own way. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with music. You have to get out of your own way. You know, yeah, you get comfortable and you're like, this sounds dope, but really everybody's just bored. Yeah. So it's like, you got to kind of step away from what you're used to and allow people to hear a different side of you. No, right. that's that's how I feel because sometimes we get so used to that shit that and, and we think it's normal and it's like it's until I always say it's until the universe forces us to make those changes mm-hmm. and that's when we're like shit. That's I, what happened with that beat I told you about. I told I told her about a, a, a beat. This dude I didn't even know. I never talked to him a day in my life. Okay, he commented on one of my posts with this link and typically like if you just spam my shit but he came at it a little different so i was like hmm, okay click okay. yo the beat spoke to me i was like how much is this fucking beat for exclusive rights and he said oh it's this this and that i said no problem here you go paypal all right but bada bing bada boom i got i got the beat okay and i was having trouble writing remember what i said uh-huh. earlier i was having trouble writing on a piece of paper but that's because that's Sometimes that could be forced. When you're thinking about sex and you're thinking about like, you know, the sweetness of, of somebody else, you're not thinking about writing on a fucking piece of paper. So what did I do? I took that shit to my fucking car and I wrote a rap. So I am excited as shit. So wait, wait, what's the name of it? I haven't thought of a name yet. Okay. But I'm- oh, wait, 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 wait. Can I get, can I get exclusive? Like, what's up? Uh, I'm not doing that shit right now. No, I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about when you decide to drop it. Can I get an exclusive? Girl, hell yes, you can. Hell yes, you can. I'm like, right now, don't throw me on the spot. I don't even got a title, V. I'm going to be like, see ya. I'm going to turn my fucking face around like... (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't... I mean, if you don't mind, no pressure, like, you know, but if you don't mind, I would love to have an exclusive on that. You got it, definitely. Because if it's something out of your comfort zone... Girl. I am am V. Henny, a.k.a. You need to get the fuck out of your comfort zone. You understand? Like, well, this is the place to be then to drop my new single when it comes out. That's because dope. It's really, really different. So your single now though is Toxic Waste. Right? Yeah, that's my most recent single. Okay, mm-hmm. how's that going? It's going good. I mean, honestly, you know, with the pandemic, me working as a nurse and everything, the streams are are great, and you know, I've gotten a lot of great feedback. But with working so much, honestly, like I've I've I veered off a little bit. I'm always honest with myself before anything. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, nah, like, fuck that. Like, just because you work in 16-hour shifts doesn't mean that you can't hustle and get back to business on your music. That's my passion. Can we'll you f- find it on all platforms? You can. It's Toxic Waste, Jules, J-U-L-Z. You can find it everywhere. And Google there's it. no excuses because if you go to where I have all my information, you're going to see all her information there, too. Hey, so no excuses. Yeah, there's, there's no excuses to support. So I don't get people. Like, I'm like, yo, support. You just, just click a just, link. Yeah, like. Just I, click it. Like, <laughs> stop your shit, y'all. Like, nah, that ass. So, but, you know, um, I'm super proud of you. I'm super proud. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we were able to actually physically meet. You know, um, I look forward to your success. Thank you. And I definitely do because everything that you have accomplished is very much well-deserved. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot. And it's not easy, especially as a woman in the industry. Girl. I'm telling you. And that's why I'm so blunt. People are like, oh, you're just like so blunt and like out there and raw. Yeah, hell yes, I am. Because I want people to to know don't fuck with me. Have you know you, what I'm saying? You know, it's funny, right? Like, like, cause, like, looking at social media, that like we've been dealing with a lot of like pedophilia, like or like sexualizing, 
like as a woman in the industry, have you dealt with that? Yes. And, and the thing is, is like, people got it twisted just because I post like, like provocative pictures or like, you know, classy yet sexy pictures. They get, they think Mm -hmm. that they could just come in my inbox and be like, Hey, you know, they'll present me with an opportunity, but then that opportunity links to me having to do something. No, no, no. Okay. So how do you feel about this term? Um, uh, that term where it's like, well, if you dress in that part, then you got to play the part. I don't believe that at all because what I do when I model is I take my internal, Uh the way I feel inside and I portray it on the external. Okay. So me being in a thong has nothing to do with wanting a man's attention. Let's just get that straight. Cause we all know in this room right now that when we go out as a woman, I'm not looking to impress a dude. I'm looking to compete with the woman. And it's not compete in a negative way. You know what I mean? But like, I'm just looking to be like, you know, I want to look feminine. I want to look beautiful. I want to feel beautiful. When a woman compliments you, it means a lot more than when a man compliments you. Because men, we just all know. We just all know. But when a woman compliments you, that, that comes from a place. Because women are insecure. You know what I mean? So I just feel like... When a man does perceive me that way, I have to I have to turn it around real quick and let them know I'm about my business. Mm. Just because I'm in a, a you know promiscuous or like provocative type of pose doesn't mean that I'm like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm allowed to portray that because I feel confident about my sexuality, about myself, my skin, my my weight, my everything. But it doesn't mean that you have the right to come at me however you want. I think that's what it is. Like I feel like so many like people are. Because we live in an era right now where it's okay to be comfortable in your skin. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel like confident within yourself, you yeah. know, and, and sexualizing yourself, yourself, you sexualizing yourself, right? Not for others, but for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not necessarily saying sexualizing yourself. It's more saying like, you know, um, you could put yourself out there, and and, and with good intentions. However, I I feel like certain people still have that that in the box. Who are you telling? You know how many, you know many people I had hit me up for my past? Like, why are you posting pictures like that? Because I fucking want to. That's why. Because no, I, I like my left and my right ass cheek and I want to show them. No, and I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, I, I'm going to keep it a buck because I'm like, because we're in the era right now where like, it's like a oh, cancellation, like cancel season, right? But I'm going to really keep it is. a buck, right? Where it's like, see, I, I, I've been surrounded by so many guys. I I really didn't, I, I really wasn't around many women, you know? It was only three girls, the rest were guys and my family. So, you know, you have like you have. I have like I'm. I'm gonna keep it a buck. My brother, he's the very respectful way. You know, guy. He, you know, graduated high school. He was. I always tell people, my mom has three boys and one girl. Mind you, is technically is three girls, one boy. But he was he was the good one. You understand? Yeah. And, and then we came out the outcast. You know. But I was always around you. Your 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 hood guys, right? So it's like you hear different aspects. You have those that do respect women. But you also have men where you hear like, well, if she's going to dress like a hoe, then we're treating her like a, you know, like a scum bucket. You know right. what I'm saying? Which is, so, which is sad. And me as a woman, like, I learned to, not that I said I treat, I, I never treated a woman like that because I, me as a woman should 
and especially when it comes to abuse or nothing like that. So that's one thing that I would not do. However, but I'm like, if you do, like, I question, I had to question a, a woman. Why are you dressing like that? And that's the why, thing. because are you looking what type of attention you're seeking? Exactly. And I understand that, you know, in person, obviously you see like I'm I'm pretty much covered. Right. Uh-huh. I'm not I never perceive myself in a hoish, slutty, provocative type way when I'm in person. That's never going to be me. You know what I mean? Like, I think you could be kind of revealing. But I learned the difference. You could dress like that. Your if your actions or the way body you carry, language. Yes. If you carry, you have those that, because I had to learn dealing with the type of women I've dealt with, they like to dress. Like you said, I like to show off what I have, and it's fine. I don't care. Like, But, but it depends on how you react now, if you, to the if reactions. You, if you act, if you your, if your body language or you're just your personality in itself, then that's a different story. Exactly. Yes. And and that's, like I said, people perceive me a certain way like on Instagram. Uh-huh. On Instagram is where I post most of my modeling photos. A lot of people, a lot of men, you know, they react to my stories or my pictures or whatever. And, and, and whatever, that's to be expected as social media. But when I'm in person, you're definitely going to know I'm not the fucking one. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when if, right? If a man approaches me, even even if I am dressed like sexy, but not like you know hoish. Okay, I'm gonna say, but even if I'm dressed sexy and a man approaches me the wrong way, you are you across the room would know exactly what the vibe was mm-hmm. because I would I'll shake your hand. Like don't get too close to me. Shake my hand. How are you? My name is Jules. You know what I'm saying? Like there's this. I'm professional. You know, yes. just because I take modeling photos doesn't mean I'm unprofessional. You know what I mean? No, 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 then right. that's where people need to understand marketing and business. You know, sex sells. You know what I mean? Especially, like you said, I'm, I'm confident in my own skin. So I want to portray that. Not just because sex sells and, and it's business, but also on the contrary, because I want women to feel comfortable in their own skin. I want them to feel motivated by my pictures. So I feel like men, you know, men are men. They just think with their... You know what no, I'm saying? And, and, I mean, men are men, yes. But I feel like it's just not only men. You have women who look at other women like, oh. Like, like sideways? Or, yeah, 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 you have. Oh, well, that's then, a fact. I, I mean, mean but, but you know, but you have, that's what I said. I don't think it's just I get men. a lot of backlash. Let me tell you something. And like me as an openly gay woman, like you have like other, that's what I said. Like it all depends, you know, like it, um, with the fact that. I, to me, as an openly gay woman, I learned, and that's because, again, the women I dated, dated, I had to understand, like, I, I know I date attractive women. I know they like to dress sexy. So I, I, I had to view their actions because I, I actually love when they dress a certain way. You understand? Because yeah. I'm like, I'm the type that I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's me, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I've always been that type. So... For me, I'm like, you know, do you be you? But I need to see your personality. You have to observe. Because if, you're, mm-hmm. if your character speaks different, that's when I'm like, I now I can understand what, not that I can understand it. I, I don't want to say it like that too, because not everybody does not, they don't, you don't deserve to get violated. Right. You know, as a woman, you do not deserve to get violated. And I speak about this because you, you again, going back to like what's going on with this whole pedophilia with, um, you know, like like child pornography or just women and itself being violated. 
from their innocence is a lot to take in, you it know, yeah. being assaulted, especially in the music industry. You know, you have women who are me as a lesbian. I I remember when I wanted to, when I wanted to um, I was going to go to the studio. And I remember that one time that he was like, yo, I can make you I can make you like I can make you big. I just need to see you naked. And I was like, yeah, first of all, I'm a body. Second of all, like you got the wrong motherfucker. The wrong, but that's what I mean. And they get they get very comfortable with approaching women like that because a lot of women are okay with it. Me, on the other hand, I'm not. I had a major celebrities manager mm-hmm. in my inbox talking to me, saying he could do X, Y, and Z for me, but he had to be able to take me out and and kind of you know be on another level with me. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to decline. You know, I I don't I don't I. It doesn't matter to me. I want my talent, my grind, my passion, ahead, my hard work. I want that shit. Go I want ahead, that shit you. to shine through besides all the sexual shit, you know? And I had a major, like major producer that I met in person contact me through Instagram trying trying to, you know, and I'm like, nope. I- uh, before before you you perform your, 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 your song, right? Mm-hmm. My question to you is, is like, let's just say we didn't know each other, but I heard about you, right? And uh, let's just say, like, uh, uh, what? Um, July third is we're we're in the third phase in New York, right? I believe so. Third uh, phase. I believe we're in the third phase in New York. I'm, <laughs> I'm not like, sure. Uh, but know, let's I just say, like, I'm like, oh, I bet. Third phase. Uh, I mean, I already got my dates, right? I, I I'm I'm gonna do a show, Jules. Um, what makes you headliner for me? What makes me want to make you a headliner for my show? The fact that I grind hard as fuck and you know that my personality's dope and that I could sing. <laughs> now, no, for real though. Like, um, honestly, because even though I can't draw, uh, you know, because of the situation, the pandemic and everything, uh-huh. I can't draw a huge crowd, but I would definitely, you could sense my passion through my music. My music is relatable. When people see me sing, I swear like, silence crickets and that's that's happened to me so many times before and that's a great feeling but it's going to be a memorable experience Mm. not just the fact that i could draw in a crowd or the fact that i have bomb ass music like the fact that it will be memorable people will remember me and i asked that question because again like you said you you know you have difficulty with with certain things whatever which is something you you have to just work on at the end of the day you know like but uh you know you have the interactions with people. I, I, you know, I just feel like it takes the right people to work with for you to 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 um to get to that level. I agree, one hundred percent. Um, and because of the whole, again, going back to like the whole promoter versus artist, you know, I've always been the type of like, look, look it, like I, I love talent. I think anybody knows about me. Like when I never I do my shows. Excuse me. A lot of people tell me like, "Yo, you stay bringing like I could, I fuck with your 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 shows, right? Because you bring talent." And I'm like, I've taken so many L's because I believe in talent, but I'm gonna keep it a buck. There was many times where I'm just like, like again, recently I was just like, I'm taking too many L's because I believe in the talent, but they're you know like you guys are not helping me either, right? You know, so it's like, how can, so Mike, I guess my, you know, going to that, like, how can, how can we help, help me help you? 
How can we do that as a as a unit promoter and promoter curator whatever and artist? I feel like it's a lot of obviously social media takes precedence over a lot of things nowadays. I feel like a lot of it is cross promo. You know, like I told you, like when we were talking, you're like, I'm going to promote it. I said, I will follow your lead. Right. Yes. So as soon as you posted about it, what did I do? You followed my lead. I followed your lead and I took the link and I said, you subscribe, you know, follow. I put the link right there with all the emojis like, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. And, and people reacted to it. They did, you know, actually. I feel like importance is also being in somebody's inbox when you're engaging with them. Like I'll, I'll send it to people's messenger, like their inbox and they'll be like, oh, dope. I'm like, please go like comment and share on it because not only is it going to, you know, help the algorithm, but it's also going to bring awareness to the situation. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about all the likes. I care about the awareness. I want people to be aware of the situation. I want aware of the event. I want people to all eyes on the situation. Mm -hmm. So I feel like cross promo is definitely important when it comes to social media as in like an event, I feel like you can help in any way. Like it, let's say a person can't draw in a crowd, but I can help you set up. I can help you with food. I can help you. I can help you with, you know, street promo, whatever I can yeah, help with. Yeah. I feel like it's a collaborative, collaborative effort. Unfortunately, I feel like that's lacking. You know what I mean? I don't feel like, I feel like promoters are like, yeah, just sell these tickets and come fucking perform. Who cares if you're talented? And, you know, because no, I've been it. I've been on that bill with it's twenty five people, and you're just waiting like, okay, this the indie scene who actually try to bring people out and promote it. I give you guys credit because it's not easy. I've seen the other end of it. Mm-hmm. I've seen where you put more in than you more yeah. in than you get out. I've seen it many times, and I and honestly, the first time I ever saw that for myself was probably about a year ago. Okay. So I was like, damn, like promoters really be taking an L sometimes, you know, and that's why they get frustrated with artists. And that's why you said sometimes it's promoter against artists, because just like any situation, we're not seeing from each other's perspective. That's what like, I've been trying to figure out. Cause I'm like, yo bro, like, like my artists, the ones that I like when, and when I say my artists, I'm talking about the artists that usually I work with in events and, you know, they constantly come to me. There's times that I had to my artists, I had some like, no, you're not doing this show. And then I, but V, I'm like, no, bro, you do all my show. Like go to, an, like I, I had to tell them like, go to another, like go hit up somebody, step out of your comfort zone. Right. I'm that type of person. Now, what would you think? Like, because, all right, I went to, um, two Method Man and Red Man concerts. Okay. And I met. I met their opener. Okay. Dope ass artist. Like boom bap type artist. Who's their opener? Oh, God. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. That's why. Oh, I got to think of his name. We were told by it before. Yeah, yeah. I got to think of his name because Seneca the Misfit. Okay. 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 So I, um, I met him. You know, I was being like, you know, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. So we exchanged information and we met after the show and... I feel like it's that's that's a good look. They have the same opener for every show. Okay. Uh-huh. I feel like that helps build his fan base, that helps build their fan base. They're cross promoting on Instagram. Like I feel like that's a good look. Okay. You know, so if you have a show where you're going to allow somebody to have residency, I think that's great depending on the artist and so their grind. That's where so like for example and like so I've been talking about this for like maybe a year and a half, right? Two years. I've been saying, uh, you know, I've been telling a lot of people, 
I am planning on stepping away from showcases because that's showcases opposed to residency concerts, like real concerts. In yeah. Sense. There's a, there's a difference. Oh understand? yeah. There is. And I'm like, I like for me, for example, is like, I'd rather have that headliner. And, my, and I, ha- I remember having an argument with somebody, right? Because I was like, I, 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 and it wasn't my show, but I was managing, right? And they were like, oh, um, there's so many artists. Um, I was like, first of all, that has nothing to do with me. Second of all, if there's so many, I was like, he's the headliner. We got, if you really come to, to think about it, you got you have to, as the headliner, you have to have your openers, they're like, oh, no, how does it feel like a headliner should never be. End. I'm like, I'm not saying he's the end. What I'm just saying is that he should have his openers. Right. A headliner always has his openers. Thank always. You. And it was just like. I feel like a lot of people. They don't they, understand they business. Don't, they don't understand business. They don't understand what understand what the fuck it means to be a headliner. You know what it is? Is because they're selfish. They're thinking of the end results before they even go through the process. Absolutely, because you have these. Oh, I need. I. I oh, he's a headliner. Well, he needs to perform because of this, because of what, I'm or the people grow. who demand money and don't have a following or nothing. Listen, I'm. Uh, I'm at a point in my career. Excuse me. <coughs> you get one. You get two more left. <laughs> one more. One more. One more. Now you get the fuck out. No, I just like. Uh, I got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> oh, shit, no. <laughs> I can't. <clears throat> I feel like people don't understand that you're not just going to get paid because you want to get paid. You know, a lot of people are like, I should be getting paid for shows. And it's like, you have to build up to that. Yeah, like I, told, I mentioned before, it's all about demand. You know, when... Yeah, it, but it's supply and demand. Oh, no, of bit, course. Bro, I, I'm, I'm talking to a business major. Supply the Of course. But I'm saying if you, if, if what you're supplying is lacking. Exactly. Or people are not looking for it or they're not intrigued by it. There's not going to be supply and demand point blank period. You know what I mean? But people automatically like I have this many followers on social media, so I should automatically get paid for the show. Oh, why do I have to wait 25 people in line for a showcase and don't sign up for a showcase? You know what I mean? Like, Think think outside the box if you don't want to do that. Because I'll be honest, a, a year ago, a year and a half ago, I was like, I, I really feel like I am done with showcases. Because, first of all, I'm usually typically the only pop and R&B singer mm-hmm. at a show. Okay. Typically, they're all rappers, which is no problem. I love rap. But if I don't fit in that... No, it has to, it has to make sense. It has to make sense. And throughout a, a couple of years of my music career, I felt like it didn't make sense. You know? So I feel like now I would be ready for a residency or at least, uh, you know, plan towards that. Okay. I think you should. I think you should. Um, you know, like I know with me, with my events, the art of music, excuse me, when it comes to, I had to, I remember I was saying, um, I had to tell an individual, right? Um, Cause I had an openly gay artist and he was poet but also like uh like a like a screenwriter as well so he did like a whole monologue right oh, okay On that's the, dope yeah it was dope and i had a rapper he you know they tried to criticize him and i had to cut that to to end and um he was like i thought this was a hip hop event and i was like 
It's whatever it's event I feel like. I mean, making I, I, it. that too. But I was just like, what do you want? When it, it's called the art of music. And I have it in acronyms, T-A-O-M. So what is it that you do not understand when it's called the art of music? That's one. Two, don't you ever disrespect the artists that I work with. And I'm talking that, that for me, you're, dis- you're even at this point disrespecting yourself. So I, I, I'm the type that I'm like, I could give you your money back. I don't give a fuck. fuck and it. I think this is why I have that reputation where I'm cool as fuck. Or you have that V can be a bitch or V can be, because I would tell you your music was is whack. I would not. I would tell you your music is whack. I please do like that. No, I would because I have. I have. I, I'm. Or I wouldn't even play your music. I would leave you on red. Like like everybody knows how I am. Like those who work with me. I I can't stand when people ask. Oh, oh, let me know what you think of this, or just throw a link in your inbox, or oh, you know, thanks for the support, or show me support, or whatever. And you listen to it, you give them constructive criticism, and they get mad. You have listen those? if you don't have thick skin when it comes to your music. If you're not ready for criticism, if you're not ready for people to talk shit about you, not like your music, not like you, then this shit ain't for you. No, that's, and you're that's absolutely it. right. And this is why, like, what I feel like if like. I, and, and another thing is like I feel like just because you're paying me doesn't mean that I'm willing to put you in my platform. And that's what they they get they that's where they get it misconstrued because they're used to that. They, you know, what I'm saying they're not used to real. They're used to people just taking their money and shutting the fuck up. Yeah. But you are not a yes woman. I'm not a yes woman. You know. So that's why you're here. Yeah. So I want to just say definitely, yo. Um, we're going to have Juice perform right now. I'm looking hey. forward to this. I swear to God, I'm going to be a cheerleader. I'm going to be like, ah. Where's the pom-poms at? We're going to put like, V in the skirt. What? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> drink another beer. <laughs> Yo, um, I would, before we um we have you perform, um, I just, where can we find you? Where can we find you? Your music, um, just everything, your, all, your outlets. Um, so you can find me everywhere at Jules Mancini, J-U-L-Z-M-A-N-C-I-N-I. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can even find me on TikTok. But um, and my music, and you know, TikTok. if you go to songlink.com and just put in my music slash Jules, you'll find me everywhere. And guys, um, all you have to do is just go to the description box. You're going to find <laughs> all her information. And we're coming back and we're going to play. We got motherfucking Jules performing hey. live. The, 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 the Artistry. Catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, The Artistry NY.